and welcome everyone to the Circle Debate Podcast, episode 7373. We are back here in action, ladies and gentlemen. The host of Devious One, Ivan C, here with my familia, the fellow horsemen. They call it D Generation West West, my other host. Let me go ahead and introduce him. You know, he was gone for 69 reasons, and he's going to give you the <laughs> 69 answers of why we're back in action. And he is Mr. 69 himself. I have no idea what he's doing with the scissors and carbonation, carbonation soda. That is Mr. MGC. Mr. No Matt sugar. Callis. No sugar steamboat. <laughs> there you go. No sugar, here, but no sugar, all flavor, and to cut my Amazon packages open, you know. <laughs> I love it. And of course, he is the most valuable podcaster of all podcasts. That's why he's the MVP of it. And that's why he has a Hello Kitty coffee mug right there for you, ladies and gentlemen. That is right. He is the coffee mug collector as well. Because he is the undefeated. The unrivaled, the unmatched, the undisputed money. Mike. By God, a podcasting. By God. I must say that it feels like it's been a month, right? It feels like it's been quite a bit. But we're here, episode 73, and let's get this party started. That's right, because you know why? Because he is uncensored. That's right. And that is right. Of course, we're doing this right now. <laughs> I'm Brian Pillman. I want to see you do this at least once. You got to do it for your father, brother. You got yeah. to. You got to. And of course, our other brother, the one and only, the director, he's out directing music, making music, playing music. He's out traveling right now all over. That's the one only Chris Kennedy himself, but he's joining us in spirit, no matter what. So he'll be back soon once he's done touring around. And of course, wishing him a congratulations now that he's an official band member of Fate Destroyed as their official bass player. Congratulations, brother. Well-deserved, top-notch decision from Fate Destroyed. Listen to them on Spotify and all, all the great platforms. Exactly. Catch them live on tour right now. Absolutely, online and also catch on iTunes and on tour. Look at look up look for Fate Destroyed and see the tour where exactly a city near you. And you yeah. can see the one and only performing live right in front of your eyes. And of course, I want to go ahead and thank as well Old Fashioned Wrestling, our other official sponsor now for Circle Debate, besides the Wrestling Guy Store course, David. And now we have Mr. Garrett from Old Fashioned Wrestling, our official sponsor as well for Circle Debate. And what an incredible two weeks off we had, but we had a great time at the last event. Uh, it was, of course, Money Mike Lopez's first time independent circuit. And, you know, let, let the people know how you felt about it very briefly. Yeah, I mean, you, you, as shown in the video, we got to, you know, be face-to-face -face and interviewing with some of the top talent in, uh, in, in the wrestling scene right now. And honestly... The action was great. PP uh, Ray. Ray, my goodness, uh, uh, yeah, I, I got to put a dollar in there on uh, on uh, Peter Avalon's thing there. <laughs> so uh, yeah, <laughs> good times. You're my obsession. 
That's in my obsession. P.P. Ray. P.P. Ray. P.P. Ray. That's right. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we had an amazing time. And, and stay tuned. Next event, December 9th. We'll give you more details once we have those, you know, detailed information. More news coming as well. But all right. Let's jump in, ladies and gentlemen. First topic of the night is, of course, Mike's favorite promotion of all time, AEW. Let's jump right on it. Let's, let's get to the chase. Chapters are closed. New ones open. New feuds are coming up. And, of course, a special return that I, I, I was in Flanders. I was, ah! And I knew it. And I knew he was a joker, but I was happy that he came back and now he won the casino ladder match. Of course, cowboy shit, cowboy shit, Adam Hangman Page. And of course, congratulations to Bobby Fish signing with All Elite Wrestling as well. And I'm just so stoked and excited. And Sammy Guevara being a TNT you know, world champion. Of course, the new introduction of the TBS women's champion. I just want to say this, get it off my chest. No, it's not your fault, Paul Levesque, but Vince and Bruce, you fucked up because they already beat you to the punch. I've been mm -hmm. saying it here in the archives and Mike else as well. All of us here have been saying it. And archives, on our YouTube channel, subscribe. Been saying, create a middle mid-card title for the women's division. And they did I, it. They did I, it. I'll keep it. I'll keep it simpler than that. Just to WWE. You snooze, you lose. <laughs> that is right. And of course, now we have this, you know, this, these upcoming feuds. Now we have Darby, MJF feuding now upcoming. And now we have Jericho, the Gajotes. Of course, the inner circle now feuding with America top team. So it's like, oh man, it's just so much, so much good shit. So oh, good hey, shit. Love it because just good <laughs> shit. So I'll take it to you, Mr. 69. Your thoughts on overall what's going on here in All Elite Wrestling? Well, what you just mentioned, I got to say American Top Team, just imagine like multiple Ken Shamrocks and Dan Severns at once, except you've got like Ken Shamrock, Dan Severn, and Ronda Rousey, but you've got like, if you multiply that by like eight or nine people and bring them in together, and then you give them Jim Cornette at the same time, <laughs> Jim Cornette coffee. You know, you bring them all in together. And that's kind of basically, that's like the, if you look at American Top Team positively, Bobby, now Bobby Fish and Sammy Guevara, to, to keep it simple, you know, definitely a dream match. I didn't even know, because they said Bobby Fish is coming through the forbidden door. And I was thinking, is he still with NXT at the same time as doing this? No way. That's not possible. Yeah, like he has to be either a free agent or just signing permanently, one or the other. Yeah, and then he signed. Right after that match, they gave him the contract. Here you go, pal. You're part of All Elite. That's I got to say that song that I didn't know it was the same. I guess I guess when he was in a tag team with Kyle O'Reilly, I guess that was the same theme song, that Misfits. You know, that's the same song he used in Ring of Honor that played at the Tokyo Dome. That yeah. played, you know, that played at all of those events at the Hammerstein Ballroom. Yes. The same theme song. Kyle O'Reilly used that misfits. And now we get to hear that every week because that song's that song rock. Sounds like it sounds more like Sam Hain. 
if anything, very underrated band for those who don't know Samhain. Everybody knows Misfits. Everybody knows Danzig. Not enough people know Samhain. And that's, it's, is it actually, it's not actually Glenn Danzig singing in that song, is it? That's no, just like, it doesn't sound like him, to be honest with you. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't, I don't think it sounds like him. Unless Money Mike knows, I don't think it was him. Yeah, I'm, I'm not too well versed in uh, Misfits history or, you know, so I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure. It, to my ears, uh, it did sound like Danzig, but who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Let us know in the comments, by the way. That's right. <laughs> if you guys know what band that is, we'll definitely check them out. You know, that's that song's so cool. Let's get Kyle O'Reilly next, please. Oh, I'm to... waiting for that. That's all I'm waiting for. When you're and, 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 yeah, that's right. That's all we're waiting for right there. Is that, is that Red Dragon? Or is that... Yeah. The, yeah, Red Dragon versus Young Bucks again. Yes. Bring it. Red Dragon versus FTR. Let's get it. Motor City Machine Guns. Bring them all. Briscoes. Come on. You guys know where to go. This is pulling you guys in. That's right. That's right. And, of course, Brian Danielson as well. And with Kenny Omega... Man, it just, oh, it's just so much good shit going on, man. I'm, I'm just, I'm a kid again. It's like a kid in a candy store. You're seeing it right in front of your eyes. Like, oh, my God. That's how I feel. But let's hear how the God of podcasting, his thoughts are overall of A-E-W. Man, uh, quite, quite a bit of thoughts there. Uh, and I'll start with the American top team angle. Man, such a missed opportunity. Holy moly. If they would have still had Kobe Covington in American Top Team, can you imagine the promos that would have been going on? Dan Lambert, get out of the way. Let Kobe talk. Because, man, that would have been so much fun. And that would have been great. And he actually would have been able to get some in-ring action. For I agree. Mm. I agree 100%. So, yeah, and uh, have him call Trump right there in the middle of the promo and then, you know, uh, and, and all that good stuff. It's, there's so much that they could have done with that. But, alas, he's not there anymore. So, um, Mike, I got to say, we, and any opportunity for somebody to take the crown of the new top heel, please take it. Please yes. take it. That would have been great. Where's Chael, man? We need Chael involved in this one. That's my dream. <laughs> I'll, I'll say right now. Chael Sonnen, damn it. Chael Sonnen, man. It, it, he, and, and he watches AEW. He comments on it. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's my dream. I, I'm a big Chael oh, fan man. from way back in the day. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, if, if Chael shows up, that's that's it for me. That's, that's the guy. Um, but, yeah, but, you know, we have Junior Dos Santos former UFC heavyweight champion. And, man, that that guy is as tough as they come, man. Uh, if you think back to the, all the Cain Velasquez fights, that guy can take some damage for sure. So I'm pretty sure he's, uh, you know, getting himself ready for this match uh, that they're going to have soon. And uh, and Jorge Masvidal is coming in too. Uh, mm -hmm. I can't remember. Is he in the match or he's just going to be there? He's going to be there because it all depends on Dana White. I, I know that, you know, Khan and White are, you know, BFFs, but that's if White allows him. You know, he's, yeah. he's, still, he's still in the contract. Dos right. Santos is not, you know, so that's why he's liberty to do as he pleases. So, right. I mean... The, the, I remember seeing him just uh, give the, the, the famous Ben Astrin knee. Oh, I love you know? and, and, and honestly, he made it look great on Jericho. So that was pretty cool. And not only um, that, Jericho sold it too. He sold it really good. 
you know I got, what else I he sold? Say, guys, with all this MMA coming to WWE, this is Antonio Inoki's wet dream. Antonio, I, I think Inoki. you mean AEW, right? <laughs> you mean AEW? Uh, you said I WWE. Yeah, I did a Jim Ross, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> he did a Jim Ross. Yes, I did a Jim did. Ross. I did um, a Jim Ross. But no, all these, all these, yeah, MMA people coming to AEW, it's it's Antonio Inoki's wet dream because it's always his fantasy that whenever you get MMA guys and WWE I mean, wrestling guys, <laughs> the, uh, uh, Jim, he's taking over. Not he's taking over my head. I'm not going to do a Jim Ross impersonation. So. <laughs> Um, I'll, I'll say this. Jericho also sold for Paige Van Zandt. Now, okay, I get it. You know, she's part of the team and she's a tough chick, you know, bare knuckle fighting and all that good stuff. Um, but I don't know. She still needs to work on, I mean, I, I get it. You know, she's new and stuff and uh, hasn't really ever been in a wrestling ring like this before. So, you know. Um, but for her to be, you know, punching a legend like Jericho, I don't know. It's a hard sell for me. But anywho, um, let's see. So Sammy Guevara, a, a TNT champion. I was about to bust the Jim Ross myself. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, TNT champion. And man, that's great. I, I did not see that coming. I thought he was going to, you know. You love uh, it. I, I love it, right? <laughs> and, oh, what's this? Uh, oh, and wait a minute. A new challenger has man? entered the. Oh, what oh, is this? What's uh, that? It, Could it be? It is. It's the one. Oh my! <laughs> like that, both me and Chris at, at unique locations. That's right, but his audio is not connecting. Yes, ah, yes, we miss you, damn it. We do miss you. Yes, we love you too. He's just going to say hi, ladies and gentlemen. It's like, it's like a postcard. Chris. It is like a postcard. It's like, it is like a postcard. In, <laughs> I believe he's in Houston right now. Yes, he is in Houston right now. So, Which, you know, coincidentally is the hometown of the new TNT champion, Sammy, Sammy Guevara. That's right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> See how I linked it there? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, and I'm sure Chris would agree that Honor that you know you talk you hear about the four pillars of AEW, and Sammy Guevara is one of them, and this is a way to really really catapult him to that because I do feel that the TNT Championship helped elevate uh, Darby Allen, you know to a to, you know it it helped bring him up, uh, and I think it'll do the same for Sammy because Sammy is uh, a very entertaining wrestler to watch and uh, you know. I, I definitely think that this is his way of moving up. And that's exactly what this title is, is meant for, in my opinion. Absolutely. You know, uh, let's see. What else do we have going on here? TBS uh, championship belt. TBS. Yes. Uh, very, very interesting. Very funny as their logo or as their slogan is. Um, but very cool. Uh, I, I've been seeing memes about it online. Uh, uh, that it, the TBS font looks like another word. I'm not going to say it. You can look it up. Um, but I'll just leave it at that. So the Godfather could probably present uh, the title when it comes out. Uh, <laughs> I'll say that. I'll just leave it at that. Um, oh, yeah, my God. No, I got to see it. it. In, in, in all honesty, 
I am so happy for this because you, you think about right, right off the top of your head, you think about all these female talents that are able to challenge for the TBS title, right? And honestly, I feel like it should be coming out sooner. I, I heard that this isn't until January when then yes. come out. I really would have wanted it probably like at full gear or something, you know? Uh, but that's just me. I, I think I'm I'm honestly glad that it looks similar in format as the TNT belt. You know, I think it, it, it's a good connection there. Um, yeah, and I'm pretty sure TBS and TNT are all on board for that. So I know I would if I were working there. Uh, so yeah, bravo. And yes, you snooze, you lose. They're, they, they're giving the people what they want. Dirty heels, baby. Dirty, dirty heels. Dirty. They're giving me what I want. Give me uh, what I want, Devin. Exactly. Give me what I want. <laughs> so, yeah. So, there you go. Uh, and let's see. What are what, what the segments am I missing Brian here? Danielson. Oh, Brian Danielson, Kenny Omega. Um, I'm still – I don't know. So, hot, hot take here. It still hasn't won me over. Your heart is still closed? It's No, no, no. It's not closed. Don't get me wrong. It's not closed. It's not closed. It still hasn't, you know, penetrated yet. <laughs> um, so me, it's not. You're giving me seventy reasons. There you oh, goodness. Seventy reasons. <laughs> I'm glad I could help. Um, but yes, it, it's still not in yet for me, right? Uh, so still on one. I'll keep bringing them on. Um, but anywho. Um, yeah, it, it, I don't know. The, the, there's something missing for me. And I, and honestly, I want Danielson to go. I mean, yeah, he had this match with Nick Jackson, but I want more. I want him. I want the road to that title. Uh, and honestly, considering that there's a new challenger for the title, right? Uh, I, I want that road to be tough for, for, for Brian. Um, and it's for it to be a challenge, right? Not just show up, oh, title shot, because yes, yes, I'm Daniel Bryan, whatever. You know, no, it has to, he has to go through it. Uh, similar to how uh, Hangman has gone through his road. Like, it's like a hero's journey that he's, he's taken uh, to this. And so, yeah, so that leads me to Hangman. Um, it was another worst kept secret that Hangman was going to be the Joker. And... Man, that pop. That is when you know you are over, right? That pop right there, yes. Um, attitude era level kind of pop, in my opinion. Um, and, you know, oof, the chills just thinking about that right now. Yes. That flanders, damn it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I remember when I believe it was the first All Out or Double or Nothing happened where he challenged or he you know him and Jericho went at it I remember thinking like you know okay here's Jericho right you know but who's this hangman guy you know totally didn't know what was going on uh, new to the whole thing um, and I was like okay you know but why did they choose this guy and it's been like I said a long road of uh, him getting back to the title picture and so yeah Am I looking forward to it? Very much so. And, and, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people are. I, I saw uh, this lady in, in the crowd. It, I, and she stood out to me. 
as he was climbing the ladder and Moxley was there and she was just like so into it. She was, she was I almost crying before uh, Hangman got the thing. Yeah, I, I, if you watch it again, I, I, uh, probably you'll see it. But I'm gonna have uh, to watch it again. Yeah, this lady was crying even before he got the the chip. And by the way, I would like for them to change that the chip thing. I don't know. That's just n- me nitpicking. It's better than the brass ring, at the very least. The Sonic. Hey, it is, Sonic it is better ring. than the Sonic. <laughs> yes. Uh, but but anywho, but that that's beside the case. So yes, AEW. There you go. Right, absolutely. And now what about, let me ask your thoughts, MGF, Darby Allen. Um, okay. I mean, uh, for me, it, it came out of nowhere. Um, I wish there would have been a better intro to this feud other than him just coming out and talking crap about him. Uh, I, I liked the, the, the buildup towards the Brian Pillman Jr. feud or mini feud, if you will. I actually think that had a better buildup, as short as it was, uh, to the to the match. Right now, I mean, it's still in its uh, starting point and whatnot. But um, for me, yes, could it be legendary? Definitely, two of the four pillars, right? Uh, so you know, they have time. Hopefully, at full gear, we get this match, and it delivers. And I'm sure the match will, will itself will deliver. But I want more story here, you know. So, so there's that. Absolutely, absolutely, man. I'll just have one more thing to say. Um, Add her, baby. Add her, baby. Hikaru Shida and Serena Deeb, Ooh. much love to them for that match. That was, that was spectacular. Serena Deeb has a whole new, whole new, his whole new music, whole new gimmick. She's like a vicious submission machine. There she is. And, and Hikaru Shida's look with the gloves, you know. I kind of wish like she had like a blunt katana or a, a reverse blade sword like Kenshin, so or, so, or something. You know? I want like a or a steel katana or like a blunt or steel bar or something like that. That looks so cool with the gloves, you know. And maybe she could come in on a Japanese gang motorcycle, Mosazoku gang. <laughs> I I enjoyed so much seeing Serena Deeb uh, break that trophy or whatever it was yeah it was uh, i i liked that and it was it was like they had that there to show people oh yeah well she's gonna win today you know and even the way hikarushita came out all smiling and happy to me in my pet i said well, i mean she's gonna win you know it's like okay it's a given you know okay I'll, but i'll watch anyway right but then she lost and the way she lost Right, you know, and the heel turn there. Uh, and so yeah, that that for me it made it much more interesting. So, uh, I mean, if, will she have her fiftieth win? I'm sure she will. Uh, but I'm glad it wasn't as telegraphed as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, you got to make people care about that fiftieth win. The more they 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 pull it away, make her chase it like a title. You know, damn, that is rankings right. win system. Works. Oh my yes. god, yes. The, the ranking it. system. I, I'll say Wins this and losses matter. The four pillars of AEW, you know, I wasn't able to get the names in my head before, but I got the names right here. The all because that actually is a direct reference to all Japan pro wrestling and their four hmm. pillars. And the four pillars of all Japan, Mitsuharo Misawa, Kenta Kobashi, Toshiaki Kawada, and Akira Tawe. And 
the one guy in AEW who uses all of their moves, who probably references them the most, the four pillars of all Japan, is Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston, on most of his move, even when he faced Moxley for the title, he had an all-green outfit to, to, as a tribute to Masawa from All Japan Pro Wrestling and Noah, you know, and his days from Noah. But in addition to that, I'd say overall, you know, AEW has a fifth pillar, and I'd say that's Orange Cassidy, uh, the, the original new, new, like, he, you know, newer guys. I agree, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I definitely agree, yeah. Definitely, definitely. Uh, yeah, I love it, man. Everything is what's going on in AEW. It's it's uh, a great overwhelming, uh, but it's great. I don't see that it's bad. I I do like I I do agree about the MJF Darby. I think it could have been a better introduction for that feud to be different. Uh, just for him talking shit. Oh yeah, he mentioned the four pillars. He mentioned Darby's name, and then Darby came out. What did you say about me? Like, what's going on? Like. We already knew from that, and it, and plus he has defeated defeated Jungle Boy Sammy, but he's not defeated Darby Allen. So that's something that's going to be very interesting and intriguing to see MJF and Darby. That's going to be for me. It's going to be a great feud, and with Sting being involved, Sting, Sting, Sting's going to be there, of course. So the you know the pinnacle, and of course Darby and Sting will. Yeah, and they, they're going to have a lot of work to do with the pinnacle. Because, yeah, unless they get back up. We don't know yet. We do not know as we speak. Never know. One thing I forgot to mention, wanted to mention very briefly, anybody but Cody, but top, you know, rose to the top. Uh, this, of course, the last time that we left off Money Mike, we said that, Cody was going to win. I said I should, he was going to win. Right. Turns right. out he did not. Previously on. Previously. That's right. But he did not. Were you surprised, Money Mike, that he did not win the rematch against Malachi Black? Pleasantly surprised. And it's not because, okay, sure, hashtag anybody with Cody. I know that exists, and I know people are very passionate about it. But, um, <laughs> honestly, I, I, I have... I like Cody. I think Cody's cool. I think that, you know, he what he's doing in his way is good for AEW, right? Because, yes, you got Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, you know, all that good stuff going on. But, yes, you. but if, if Cody is your cup of tea, there he is. And he's, you know, right there. And, um, you know, different strokes, different folks. And, and that's what I like about AEW, like I've said before. Different, you know, it's like a buffet of professional wrestling that you, you have so many different, uh, it's like a melting pot of styles. And Cody has his style and his, his way of doing things. And yes, uh, I do think that the heel turn is on its way. Uh, so that'll be interesting. And about Roads to the Top, I've been watching and I enjoy it. I like that. I like how honest it is in the way that it, 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 it almost seems even more real than Ms. and Mrs. Or, or the Bellas or Total Divas or anything like that. Uh, it seems that it, it, it's not just about Cody and Brandy, which, I mean, they're the, the main characters, but you get the story of Ricky Starks and his uh, recovery 
uh, you know, Anthony Agogo and, you know, him, you know, all that preparation for his match uh, and, uh, you know, all this other stuff going on too. So, you know, I like that look, but I'll say, I'll, I'll also say this, kayfabe to completely destroyed, you know, it, that guy, it, it's still real to me, damn it. This is, if, if you want your, if you want Santa Claus uh, to be destroyed, watch this show because you know it, it yeah this will tell you in capital letters santa claus does not exist the feud between cute cutie marshall and cody is non-existent in real life because they're hanging out in, in the, the 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 lex express you know uh so yeah um kayfabe destroyer i'll say that <laughs> I want to say this. I want to say this because I didn't get to about you know Arn leaving Cody. You know that really leaves the open door. That leaves the open open door for Jeff Jarrett to come in, and that's going to bring me to the point where if the car pulls me, if they pull over my car, I'll pull off my sock, put it to his head, and stink his brains out. <laughs> <laughs> I was saving that just for that. Oh, my God. Oh, a sock. <laughs> uh, I pull off the other sock. <laughs> double sockle. Watch out. Double pull sock. Pull off the sock and I stink his brains out. All over the pavement. I'm Arn Anderson. <laughs> I love it, man. But, yes, AEW. We'll see what's the outcome of it coming up. Of course, we do have Rampage with CM Punk again. He's fighting uh, Daniel Garcia. Uh, the Lucha Bros defending the, the tag titles against uh, Top Flight. No, no, Acclaim, excuse me. Acclaim. They're fighting Acclaim. Uh, that's by far the two matches that I know that it's going on. Rampage. Acclaim. Yes, Acclaim. <laughs> but we're not going to spoil it. We'll just, you know, we'll look forward and we'll give our thoughts about it. Uh, you know, next week when we come back. But now let's move on to the second topic of the night here with the day. And also to our audio platform listeners. We're back and thank you for tuning in for all of our audio platform listeners listening all over around the world. That's right. We are back in action. He also, it's, you see Money Mike's flag right there. It is Latin Culture Month. So he is representando la cultura. De toda Centroamérica, de toda México, todos los saludos, saludos a, a todos. gente chapina, saludos a toda mi gente latina, porque la, la realidad es de que esta cultura nos nuestra eh, enriquece al mundo. Exacto, exacto, no sé, ya, exactamente. Well, yes, let's move on to New Japan very briefly with G1 status, the updated score on the card. Man, this G1 has been very interesting, Mr. Matt Callis. Zach Zombre is on top still. He's with 10 points. Right behind him is Kodo Ibushi. Kenta at eight. Great O'Connor at eight. Shingo at eight. Tomohiro Ishii at eight. Um, and then also, yeah, oh, that's block A. Block B, you have Jeff Cobb at 10. Uh, Okada at 10. Evo at eight. Tanahashi at six. A lot of great matches have been going on as of late. I've been so busy seeing, not all of them, but I heard Tamatanga's matches has been great as of, as of yet, uh, of what I've heard. And also, 
even with Zach Zombridge matches has been great too. And there's a lot of upcoming ones. Zach Sabre, if he eventually gets that championship, keep in mind, you know, this is the guy who was actually supposed to feud with Moxley right before the pandemic and the and all the problems with travel happened. So Zach Sabre, this could lead up to a really crazy crossover matches with AEW, Zach Sabre appearing. You know, we get to see this submission master do his work. And, you know, I, I definitely want both of you guys to remember Zach Sabre's quote about <laughs> this was kind of a diss he made. And I'm not talking about the Daniel Bryan, uh, Ryan Danielson thing. I this was or this is this is a diss he said a while back. He said, showing Americans a clap like a technical wrestling match. I think this was Kate Babe. Showing American Americans a wrestling match is like showing like it's like playing Mozart for dogs or something like that. <laughs> Jesus, that's what Zach said, and he could win this, so it would be kind of cool to get that kind of heel who's like pure wrestling's the best wrestling is his whole gimmick, and that would be kind of that would be kind of interesting to get in, you know, especially like a promotion that's known for like high flyers and high spots. You know, just to have that pure grappler kind of come in and try to, like, put put everybody down, you know. Like, he had a rivalry with Will Ospreay. Will Ospreay was, no, was the high flyer that everybody was the high flyer that's the first on everybody's minds. Who could do every kind of backflip imaginable. And Zack Sabre is the complete opposite who grounds you down and twists you up like a pretzel. Has, so, he, has he had a match with Daniel Bryan? Never. And and he's, that's why I would, he, I would he, like to see that. He called and him out. He called him out. He's like, oh, he yeah, he called him out. Go and, ahead, Matt. Tell him, tell him, tell him, tell me, tell, him, tell, tell me, him, Money Mike, what happened? Ryan Danielson also already made a deal. One already plans to go to New Japan, and let's not forget he has a history with Mitsuharu Misawa in pro wrestling. Noah, he's got a history with the New Japan roster. He trained with Jushin Thunder Liger. Like the list goes on and on. He's he's really deep in those trenches. I think it's not a matter of of uh, of of if, if but when yeah, when. when exactly. Yeah. But but tell Mike what did Zack Zombrey say about Brian Danielson? Tell him it's what like, he said. It's like we got the see we got the American dragon over there, and we got the Japanese dragon with Shingo Takagi over here. We'll see who the something about who the real dragon is. I'll take you. I'll take you both on myself. No, no, no. some fighting words. Oh no! What he Ooh. said. What he said was uh, Oh, there, there goes your, you know, your Japanese dragon because he defeated Shingo, and so after he defeated mm-hmm. him, oh, there goes your Japanese dragon. Huh. I wonder how the American dragon is that prick. So that's pretty much what he <laughs> said. He's like, I wonder how he is. So Brian Danielson already said it. He wants, you know, exact same Virginia match. And that will be a hell of a te- technical match, I'll tell you that. Not no, only that, but think about this also, gentlemen. Now we're going to have probably Brian Danielson, Bobby Fish. You know, I want to see that too. Hmm. You know, like, there's one thing. I just want to get that clarified with Bobby Fish. Finally, he was able to show his true talents. And he did it in all elites. And people forget about that because it's like, yes, he was an injury prone in NXT. He didn't do much. He did, they didn't highlight him or give him that opportunity of what he did with Sammy. That was a fantastic match. And they gave 
AW gives you the chance to completely be yourself and show you everything that ring is. psychology and ring storytelling is what all elite has been by far doing to provide that to us demographic audiences. So, and I think they've done a phenomenal job with that. And that's another, that's another pro wrestling Noah connection. Bobby fish, former pro wrestling Noah, young boy. Yeah. Right there. Definitely, definitely. I, I, I mean, we'll keep you guys updated as much as possible with matches. I mean, with the, with the score points, I mean, it's still going on. You got to have one later on, obviously, within the evening tonight. And, uh, and more are coming this weekend. Man, this, this is... Uh, this is how closely it, it is tied to the top guys in AEW. Pac. Pac is a former rival of Shingo Takagi. So even, like, Pac's even in this indirectly from his days in Dragon Gate being the champion and rivaling with Shingo. So that that's all mixed in there. Shingo, Zack Sabre, Will Ospreay, Brian Danielson, they're all in that Bobby Fish. They're all in that mix. Yeah. You know? are, you, are you missing his Kyle O'Reilly? That's Kyle O'Reilly. Well, yes, you're missing him. Let's, let's, part this, of let's all absorb you. Yes, let it consume you. Yes. Consume you. Yes. Wrestling. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> wrestling. That is right. Now let's move on with quick, brief pro wrestling news. Very quick. Of course, wanted to go say congratulations to AJ Mendez Brooks, who is now an executive producer for a while. They're finally reviving it back again. Jeannie Buss is the majority owner of WOW. She is basically the owner full of it. She brought AJ as an, you know, executive producer, color commentator. Uh, she pretty much will be like the right, pretty much the main girl, the main woman for WOW. Alongside Tessa's back, she's back also for, the, you know, and also Alex Garcia and much more upcoming talents that are coming. And I'm happy for you know, AJ, for her to, you know, be a part of, wow, and also Itzy, Itzy Mania, if you guys don't know Lizzie, Lizzie from, you know, the Bailey girl, she is now part of it too, I don't know exactly her details the of what, Bailey girl. Yep, she's, <laughs> yeah, she's a part of that too, congratulations to her as well for being a part of history, and uh, we're looking forward for this, you know, revival uh, next year, I, I, I'm definitely seeing Tessa back in the ring too as well, I am looking forward. Yes, people are asking, is AJ going to be wrestling? I don't think so. That's up to so. her. But I, I think she's there to tell stories and put on great matches. And I hope so. And, and I'm looking forward. And I'm a big supporter of WOW. I know they've gone through so much, uh, you know, with all this, you know, pre-pandemic and, pre and pandemic era of trying to revive the brand itself and make it something very unique. Uh, and I'm hoping that now with them – getting that deal with uh, Viacom CBS, which that's great for them. So we're looking forward to seeing, you know, the future of, wow, women of wrestling. Cannot wait. I don't know how you – so I'll go with you, buddy, Mike. Are you happy for AJ and Lizzie and Tetsa now? Are you looking forward to seeing women of wrestling coming up next year? It's very interesting because, you know, NWA had Empower. Impact is having, I forgot the, the name of the, the, the event. KO Women's Tournament. K, oh, yeah, the KO event and not Kevin Owens. Um, but <laughs> you could see the, the interest in women's wrestling, you know. 
it's it's almost as if it's in the boiling point right now. TBS titles coming out, uh, you know, this whole wow thing coming back. And honestly, I'm happy for them. And I'm happy for, for uh, women's wrestling overall because especially for this and having the, the owner of the Lakers be so involved in this, right? Because, you know, the Lakers is one of the most successful teams in the NBA. Um, That's right, so baby. Go Lakers. There, there you go. We're totally biased on that. Um, Clippers, <laughs> uh, of course. Clippers. Really, it's just, you know, the... the it's coming to the point where sports team owners, because, you know, the Khan family owns sports teams, you know, are getting into this whole wrestling uh, thing going on. Now, my question is, is AJ going to be like the Eric Bischoff of WoW? That's a good question. Uh, is she, like, going to make decisions of, she you know, what's it. going on? Yes. Interesting. Yeah, because, you know, I feel like she was very vocal and very ahead of her time in WWE, where she was very vocal about what she thought about what was going on there, you know, in, in the women's division, similar to CM Punk, right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Uh, and as for Tessa Blanchard, it's interesting because all we've heard is that she's considered nuclear uh, by both AEW and WWE to the point where they weren't really like going to hire her. And then she took the title from Impact uh, and held it hostage for 50 grand. Uh, and so, yeah, you hear these things and mm, yeah. okay, you know, let's see how that goes. Um, but hopefully they're able to get uh, at least two other females to kind of uh, be rivals to her because I, I feel like at least right now she's the biggest name signed, right? Um, so, so you know, who knows? Maybe even the Iconics or the Inspiration now could head over there, right? I, I, if I was the, if I was Genie Bus, I would, like I say, load up the truck and go park it outside their house, you know? Uh, park it outside their houses. Yeah, or both of their houses for sure. Uh, but yeah, uh, I I'll check it out for sure. No doubt about that. It's it's right in our backyard in Los here in Los Angeles, and I gotta say, I think the cool thing the cool thing about this, other than that, I think this is the other women's promotions all around the planet Earth, wrestling promotions all around the planet Earth. If they think of this as like the only place they could go to face and defeat Tessa Blanchard. I think women from all over the world might show up in this promotion just so they could face Tessa Blanchard. That'd women be interesting. From Yoshi, yeah. Women from Stardom, women from Diana, women from Choco Pro. I think I think one match one match that would be really weird and interesting that would just be so hilarious and would get everybody talking. And this is, you guys aren't going to expect this one. Lulu Pencil versus Tessa Blanchard right here. Really? All right. All right. I, mean, I like I, I love it. Yeah. Keep in mind, Lulu Pencil is like one of the skinniest women's wrestlers. Her whole gimmick is her being weak and being like kind of like a children's kind of goofy. You know, I'm wearing overalls and a baseball cap. I'm Lulu Pencil. I'm Emmy Sakura's sidekick. Yay. And it's just such an such an odd thing to Tessa. 
And that's why it's going to be so – that rivalry would be so awesome. So, yeah. I think with that, I, I, I'm hoping with WoW gets more involved with, you know, you, and as you mentioned, especially with the promotion stardom, uh, with hopefully with the revamp of Shimmer coming soon as well. Um, NWA, you know, with the women with their division in the women's roster, maybe, heck, AEW maybe, but, you know, with the women's roster, you know, Tony Khan, maybe. Uh, and maybe Impact even get some – Get some females from Invicta, right? Yeah, open that door exactly. There's so the possibilities are unknown, but there's so many doors that we open everywhere. Hmm. And I'm and I'm looking forward, and and I'm glad that they brought it back. So, congratulations to all those women! And hell yeah, we've been wrestling all day because I supported 100%. We all here at Circle Debate supported them, and, and of course, Matt Callis is the knowledge of the 69 answers that he has of who these women wrestlers are as well so that's right that is right and you will be seeing an, uh, a new show coming called matt 69 reasons and he's gonna he's gonna give you his 69 reasons give you a tutorial about what's going on in stardom or anywhere else in japan all over the world so stay tuned for that we'll be coming soon with that speaking of forbidden doors another one open for lmow that is right Will Ospreay has been announced that he will be going to the promotion coming up in the fall. I'm excited for Will Ospreay. You know, he's here in the States. Uh, even though he is the uh, unproclaimed champion, uh, you know, of, you know, New Japan, still carrying the belt around, creating his own empire here now in England and, and in the U.S. I'm looking forward to see that as well for Will Ospreay and MLW. Woo-hoo, that's exciting to see. And I know... I know our brother, our brother George McKay and Uncle Bobby B, they're probably happy and they're going to report it once you see their episode. I'm pretty sure they're going to talk about it a lot. And shout out to Straight Talk Wrestling. That is definitely right. And also, Fightland, whoever didn't, you know, missed it, I hate to spoil it for you, but we're just going to have to say it. I mean, might as well. Congratulations to Alex Hammerstone becoming the MLW World Heavyweight Champion, winning defeating Jacob Fatu. Finally, it took almost two fucking years and he finally won a title. So congratulations to Alex Hammerstone for winning. And also Tajiri winning the MLW middleweight title. The return of Tajiri. And now he is the middleweight champion. Man, check out MLW. There's a lot of surprises that they are bringing to you, especially with the women's roster coming up. Fantastic promotion. Make sure check them out. Major League Wrestling. Because I'm telling you, there's a lot of good shit going around in the world. And, of course, Impact. They're doing their own, the KO knockdown tournament as well, uh, which I'm looking forward to see the participants of that. Um, by far, and also don't forget, we do have uh, Impact Bound for Glory on Saturday, October 23rd. Uh, by far, the announcement so far is, I think it's title versus title, Christian Cage versus Josh Alexander for the Impact World Championship and the exhibition title by Trey Miguel, Steve Macklin to be determined for... I think a triple threat match is going to be having. Uh, then the, the championship tournament, I mean, the championship, knockouts championship, Dion Peraza, Mickey James. And uh, and also Impact, they got a new title, of a digital media championship. I guess they're, they're doing it for Matt Cardona because, you know, he has the internet title. So now he has that, you know, as well. Uh, well, I, I do hear that he's putting the, the internet title on the line, isn't he, in GCW? Yes, so, uh, he lost yeah, it. So then, he's trying to regain it back. 
Oh, that's right. That's right. Lost it to uh, Effie. F-E-F-F-Y. Yeah, he's trying to regain it back. Speaking of uh, GCW, of Game Changer, that's right. It's this weekend in Atlantic City. Nick Cage versus Gia. I can't even do it. Fucking can't do that fucking John Moxley voice. But yes, John Moxley defending the GCW heavyweight title against the Cage. I'm looking forward to seeing that. Woo, it's exciting. So catch that on Fight TV or any other or IWTV or any other uh, circuit that will be having that. So, you know, make sure. Make sure. All right. Well, now let's get to the final topic of the evening. That is, of course, the WWE draft. Draft. That's right. And Wow, I could say Money Mike does not look pleasantly happy. <laughs> and this is why he's and why he does not watch WWE. Oh, my apologies. Before I even get to the draft, Matt Callis, you forgot to go ahead and mention one news that is going on in Japan. So we have the Tokyo Joshi Pro pay per view of the year, Wrestle Princess, October 9th at the Otis City General Gymnasium. And this is their big event. You know, the G Otis City General Gymnasium has capacity of about a little bit over 4,000 people over at that venue. And the main event, Maki Ito versus Miyu Yamashita for the Princess of Princess Championship. That's the top title. You know, right. for audio listeners, I'm putting up the middle, the one finger salute with my tongue out just like Maki Ito does. And she's going through her Tetsuya Naito story arc, basically, you know, go like coming back from the United States, you know, learning new tricks, you know, becoming a better wrestler, becoming going from weak to strong. And now she's at the top of the ranks. She's been destroying people with the high angle Texas Cloverleaf. And she's facing her former tag team partner, Miyu Yamashita. So this is this is gonna be a big main event. And Miyu Yamashita, she's like the Asuka, she's like the shy Asuka, you know, of the promotion. She's their their martial arts serious ass kicker up against her former tag team partner, who just might have her number on this, who just might have and her her number called on this. So stay tuned, you guys. You know, the about this time this episode aired. Mm -hmm. Okay, you could watch it on uh, you could watch it on Cyber Abema TV, Cyber Fight, Cyber Fight Wrestle Universe. You could wrestle watch this on Wrestle Universe if you have a membership. Mm -hmm. And with a Wrestle Universe membership, you could also watch DDT and Noah, and that includes all of all of uh, DDT's past matches with Minoru Suzuki, Kota Ibushi, and Kenny Omega, and Riho, and you know the numerous and others the the and game. the Great Muda. Countless others on on these past you you have the whole library just for that monthly membership. Let, let me ask you, Matt. It's just ten, it's ten dollars American for Wrestle Universe. Uh, let me ask you, how old is Makito? She's in her early twenties. Oh, so she's got room to grow. Okay, mm -hmm. that's great. I mean, I I feel like one one thing that kind of I, I wish would have happened when she made the AEW appearances. I wish there was a full crowd. I think that a full crowd would have been great for someone like her 
especially right now, you know, uh, women's wrestling is growing. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I, would, I would still like to see her make an, another appearance in AEW. And, uh, but this time, full crowd. She's right? 26, by the way. Still young. Still young. To kind of put this into context, her opponent, her tag team partner, and her former tag team partner and opponent, Miyu Yamashita, Maki Ito actually is 26 years old in American age. And Miyu Yamashita is also 26. So these girls are both the same age. I think the only kind of advantage is Miyu Yamashita's been studying martial arts longer, and she's been with the Tokyo Yoshi Pro promotion since day one when it was in a small, tiny theater. And they didn't even have a ring. They used to wrestle on just mats. That was it. It was just chairs and mats and a small, tiny theater. So it's, it's, and Maki Ito could be coming back to AEW a lot sooner than we think. There's so many different occasions. Yes. You know? and, we want, and we want to see the net flanders out of you. We want, ah! That's what I want to see, Devin. AEW does AEW records and AEW movies. Make a, make a Maki Ito movie. Mm. Uh, you know, for Christ's sake. China. <laughs> It'll be bigger than bigger cultural. Remember, just to put this in context, China was on the MTV VMAs and on TRL during her heyday. So imagine where how, how the kind of media phenomenon Makito could be if AEW is becomes her record label and movie studio. Mm-hmm. Keep your eye out. Absolutely. Now let's jump on now to the final topic of the evening: the draft, of course. As we know by far, 36 men went to the Raw roster, 14 women to the Raw, 29 men to SmackDown, 10 women to SmackDown. This, and then of course we have some call-ups from NXT 2.0 that uh, you know went up to the main roster, which uh, is Saya Lee's one of them. Uh, you know, basically the whole crew of freaking Hit Row. Uh, who else is it called up? I believe. Um, let's see. I'm trying to see who else they called up. Uh, they called up a gentleman by the name of Gable Stevenson, right? Oh, oh my God. But, he's not even <laughs> trained yet. Oh my, he's not even. He just got signed. Of the stories, and this is just what we know, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. He's training for the Olympics, for, I mean, for, for the NCAA you know, tournament. He's training for that, and he's still training for this. They're saying that he might not make his debut until maybe by the end of the year or the beginning of the year, in 2022. Not sure, but when I saw his name, I'm like, what's up with that? Are you, what, already? Like, not even NXT? You're literally throwing him to the main roster? I mean, McMahon, for God's sakes, Papa. I know you're, you're, I know you're jumping the gun. Like, oh, this, man, this guy's so huge. I need him. I know you want him, and right away you just want to put him there because you feel like, oh, he'll learn it so quick that by the time he's he's done with the tournament, he's ready for the main roster. Hell to the motherfucking no, he's not ready. <laughs> no, uh. sorry, it's just not how it works. But you know, it's 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 Vince. I mean, what could we do? And uh, uh, it's just, and then not only so here's here's just the worst part. Where's Asuka's name on this? She ain't there. I haven't seen no Asuka's name or where the hell she's going to go to. Uh, they separated the whole women's tag team division. 
There is no more women's tag team division. So you're telling me that you're going to try to regroup new women's. Oh, you know what? Let's be friends. Let's be a team. Let's, let's try it out. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm, my apologies. I, I wanted to just digress and get the hell out of this and out of the way. I do enjoy WWE. They have pretty good stuff. They have good shit lately. SmackDown has been Don't good. Lie to them. <laughs> I'm, I, I joking, I'm joking. SmackDown has been good. Raw has been a couple. Not all, like, I can't sit down and watch all three hours. But I see you know, uh, at least it's a match or two that I enjoy. But other than that, I don't know what you're doing, man. This draft was eh. Doesn't make any sense, especially with the women's division. It's it's horrendous. Then why did you bring the, the tag team titles to the main roster? Should have stayed in NXT, should have not gone anywhere in NXT, but shit, and now we don't even know about the NXT women's you know, roster as well. You basically take you took two already, you're gonna take more, and there's those titles are gonna mean shit. It's really Nothing. It's, it's going to be nothing at all. It's I'm just disappointed of your BFF, Rusi, and hey, yeah, guys, yeah. and of course, uh, the Bugs Bunny piece of shit, and a lot, you know, because they're just, yes, man. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, no, sir. It's yes, sir. No. I mean, yes. I mean, yes. 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 Jesus. Money Mike, give your thoughts about the draft. Right off the bat, something I noticed um, and yes, I haven't been watching the the product as they call it um, lately, but I have noticed something that when Tamina and Natalia were tag team champions, right? Yep. Um, they got as champions, they were defeated in tag team matches by Shotzi Blackheart and Tegan Knox, right? Two times, two weeks in a row, I believe. Yes. And you know. If you're in a tag team match and you beat the tag team champions, that gives you a tag team title match right mm -hmm. off the bat. So why have two tag team non-title matches uh, and then you beat them both times? So therefore, right, two out of three, you're the tag team champions. They did not get that title shot despite beating the champions twice. Now they're split up. Now that's not going to happen. There is no thought whatsoever of in, in putting importance to, to that division, right? None whatsoever, and it's clear as day, okay? So, yeah, whoever's uh, in charge of that division, you got to go, son, because, uh, yeah, you're doing some bad booking there. Um, uh, the, the draft. Now, I got to say that Right, right at first, I, I want to say that I'm glad Seth Rollins has been moved to Raw and away from Roman Reigns because I feel that Rollins can be the top heel on Raw. I feel that he is established enough and he is has that ability to be that for Raw, right? And... Um, Big E versus Seth Rollins, like to have that sort of a feud, I think that would that would be pretty cool and uh, and good storytelling, hopefully, right? Um, so, but it, you know, in the ring, definitely. But yeah, it's I don't know. It, some of the movements have been questionable. Some of them have been good. 
Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't want to uh, bash on WWE a lot this week. So uh, I'm just going to say that it was okay. It was all right. It was all right. Matt Callis. <laughs> Randy Orton. <laughs> I was going to do the Randy Orton real quickly. Uh-oh. Oh, Randy Orton. Oh, I, yeah. I, I just feel that they're going to – my fear is Shia Lee. Yes. Fear, <laughs> yes. But it is not – I don't have zero <laughs> miedo. I have – Fear plenty of women, oh, plenty of it, yeah. plenty of it for Shia Lee because SmackDown. Okay, I want to see what she's gonna do with her, and if they're gonna bring her crew with her too. But it looks like it's only her. They didn't mention Boa or or the other. Um, I forgot the other chick's name. Mm. Where the hell's Mia Yim? Damn it! And I have, we have not seen her at all. Are you gonna call her what the what Mia the Miss Cat? Yim, is that what we're gonna see now? Because you know, it's called Keys. Oh yeah, Keys Bearcat. Keys Bearcat. Bearcat. No, no, gosh, no, no. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Bearcat is not intimidating whatsoever. No, it's not. It's not intimidating. Um, I do like though this move. I do like the team of Carrillo and Garza. It's about damn time that they got they got now a TV time. I will like. I'm intrigued to see Carrillo being a heel. I do like that a lot, but there's a lot of stories you can create with the Latino one, especially was turn fucking Ray, you know, Dominic Mysterio fucking heel, make him be the leader of the faction of Humberto and 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 Garza, turning his back on his father and then like here, screw you and all this shit. I'm a man. I'm here's the crew. I want to see that. Give me what I want, damn it. That's what I want to see. That will be a fucking LWO right there for sure. Because and you can do it perfectly right there with them. And it'll be top-notch. I guarantee you it'll be a top-notch heel faction. Like Legado, Legado NXT. Then think about that. Rejoice them all together. That's your LWO you create. Have, you know, Escobar and Dominic to be running it, running it together. You know, like the you know, like a kingpin, like a sort of like a Moffat cartels type of style. If you, you get what I mean, though, right? To to your point, Ivan, I a hundred percent agree, and and I I love it. I love that idea. Why? Because sure, you know, they WWE owns NWO, LWO, and all that good stuff. But if you did, redid NWO, people would be like, no, that's Hogan, Hall, Nash, right? You can't do that. But if you redo LWO, I feel like they have the right candidate to take that in Dominic. Yeah, I agree. He is, you can do that. And the Latino community would so get behind that, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. And I think about this. I mean, if you if don't put them together, that's fine. You, at least you can have LWO in NXT and a main roster. Fuck it. Let them just run the whole show. That's yeah. something awesome to see. I think that's some good shit right there, you know, but they don't hire us because, you know, your BFF, Brucey, and hey, oh, Sean Lawrence, because they, they don't like us. So, I mean, they don't fucking like us at all. Because they don't. Vince McMahon's becoming Emperor Palpatine in chairs. Like, ah, oh, it's not like this. It's, <laughs> do it. 
<laughs> do it. Do it. Put on the put on the cat in the hat outfits, FTR. Just <laughs> like cat in the hat. Ha <laughs> that's right. And of course, uh, but overall, we'll have to wait to see uh, the new season premieres for for both brands. Uh, I think Raw will finally get a little bit better. I do agree with you about the Seth Rollins move. Makes perfect sense. Him and Big E, that will be a great feud to see. I love it. Uh, I love it. Leo, that's right. Um, I just don't know. The only thing I just dis- dislike was you separated them again with New Day again. I'm like, damn it. I wanted to see the Hurt Business and New Day go at it. You know, that would have been perfect, even though they had it on Raw, but a, a good rivalry the feud. Bloodline the Bloodline versus the New Day. All of them make it happen in Survivor Series. New Day, the Bloodline, her business, all of them in the, like rage in the cage, penis in Uranus. <laughs> I don't, you know, you, you, that would have been awesome to do. Uh, but well, that well, 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 you know, it is what it is. Um, I the only moves that I did like Drew and SmackDown. We said it was gonna happen. So for sure, Roman and him is locked for Mania next year. It has to happen. It's gonna have to happen. Um, unless you know Crown Jewel is coming up, they they go forward with Lesnar and Drew for Mania. I don't know. Uh, I just I, 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 I can't stand those Saudi shows. I'm sorry. Sorry if you're from over there, but uh, no, I just it just seems like to me. Yeah. Um, I just feel I'm fear of hit roll. That's what I'm a fear of. They, that's too soon. For me, it's too soon. And Isaiah, you're still your North American champion. Very too soon for them to move them. And they're not ready. They're not ready for the main roster. I don't know why they moved them. They're not ready yet. They should have stayed in NXT. Since they want to build NXT like a current pop culture era, it's, that's what they're aiming for, for, which that's why they rebanked it and they redid everything because they wanted it to make a pop culture era. Do you agree with that, Joe? Do you agree this NXT 2.0 should be like it, it's this revamp is like a to try to attract the new pop culture in this generation? Listen, I don't know if you've seen that meme or that moment on TV of uh, Steve Buscemi showing up in, in, with a with a skateboard. Hello, fellow children. You know how do you do, fellow fellow students? Vince McMahon is over seventy years old. How in the world is this man going to think he's going to tell anybody about pop culture? No, that does no, absolutely not. At least Triple H, he has a, a pulse in professional wrestling, and you know he he brought some quality to NXT. But pop culture in NXT by a group of old men? No, I, no, thank you. Like if they if they're listening to this, they're gonna make videos on TikTok tonight and just start shaking their booties. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know? Bruce, we want to see you do the floss. It's gonna do the bugs bunny. There's only yeah. floss that I've seen you with. So uh, there you go, Brucey. Get out of here. Man's gonna put his booty in his air for the bugs bunny challenge like tonight just for listening. <laughs> see, I'm hip. Erase the be the slow bugs bunny. Bugs Bunny, and then he puts the butt up in the air. Oh <laughs> my geez. god, it's that's just... the Bugs Bunny challenge. That's that's what the kids are doing these oh, days. Goodness. See, see, okay, if if me, half the age of Vince, has no idea about this Bugs Bunny challenge, 
what, what I don't do you know think? either. What, what do you it, think? That, this is going to go on TikTok tonight. He's like, the heck is this? <laughs> I, I'm How pretty is this serious? guy going to know? No, absolutely not. No, pop culture? Jeez Louise. I wonder, is he on his phone while he's taking his shit? That's what I'm wondering. Like, does he, I'm not fucking curious if this if Vince is actually like, hey, what's this, pal? Pop culture. Ha-ha. Ugh. Ah. TikTok. Ah. TikTok. What, what's TikTok? He calls Bruce. Bruce, what's TikTok? Damn it! While oh, he's taking his shit. Oh, <laughs> Bruce, you, like, you people wanted uncensored. You got uncensored. There you go. <laughs> SoCal uncensored. Shout out to SoCal uncensored. You. I see you. SoCal uncensored, and of course, uh, you know Stephen Bryan and SoCal uncensored here in Los Angeles. Big shout out, of course, our you. main supporters. Our main supporters for sure. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, for episode 73. We are, I believe, done now with this episode. But we will be back again next week as we'll be giving, of course, providing you updates of the G1 Climax coming up, the updates of the points, who's in the lead on, on both blocks, course, progressing news around the world, what is going on, and also as well in AEW. Well, we follow up what's going to happen, you know, in other upcoming events with AEW. And much more surprises. We will be having uh, new upcoming shows, which, and also, besides that, we will be having new locations as well. Uh, here and there, so I'm not going to spoil it very yet, but I'm kind of spoiling it just a little bit. But stay tuned just to watch more of that. It's a lot coming here on the COD, on Circle of Debate, that's for sure. So, but let me, before we let everyone go, of course, let's thank our audio platform listeners from Spotify, Bullhorn, Apple Podcasts, Spreaker, uh, everywhere around the world that listen to us, especially on Brazil, Switzerland, of course, the United Kingdom, and of course, our, our brothers up north, up in Canada, and all over the world. And it's Colombia también. Gracias por escuchar aquí en Circle Debate. Muchas gracias, uh, señoras y señores, para escucharnos aquí ahora. Uh, y le agradezco, y le agradecemos muchísimo todo para uh, darnos el apoyo y el soporte aquí en nuestro canal. Y ya regresamos. Y uh, vas a ver más, más, más de nosotros y escuchar más de nosotros también. Despierta, sí, todos. Aunque quieran o no, van a vivir más de nosotros. <laughs> exactly. And of course, I'm going to let Money Mike let our German listeners know out in Germany as well. We're back in action. Hello, meine Freunde en Voy Deutschland. Wir sind Circle of Debates. Viele Danke für hören Sie und uh, alles, alles, all, all unsere Freunden, uh, wir lieben alles Sie. Uh, viele Danke, guten Abend, guten Tag, guten uh, alles. Danke, tschüss. That is right, that is right, you heard it right. Uh, Matt Callis, do you have anything to say in Portuguese or in Japanese or anything, you know, any other language? Espirita, I love us. 
Hay lobos. Lobos en París. And also, as well, which I forgot to mention as well, we are now part of the Wrestling Index family, ladies and gentlemen. Mm -hmm. You can also catch the Wrestling Index on their uh, contact on their, on their website where they have thousands of other fellow podcasters besides us uh, that are putting it out there for us as well. Uh, they have so many that you can listen to, and now we're part of that Wrestling Index family. Shout out to the Wrestling Index for uh, for putting us now on their, their, their subscription, their channel, uh, where you're able to go ahead and listen and watch our content on their on their channel and on their subscription that you are subscribed to them. Yeah. So, yes. And don't forget to buy your merchandise as well. We're going to buy your coffee mugs, your T-shirts, especially the hoodies, the zip-on hoodies. It's cold winter here in Southern California. It's coming here cold. And your fanny pass, you want more. Uh, so stay tuned because we will be having new merchandise coming out soon as well uh, for a little Halloween special. We'll be doing that. So, you know, watch out for that. Just keep an eye on it. Make sure, click on the link tree below to our merchandise website right there. And you just purchase your very own Circle Debate merchandise. And a shout out to the whole rest of the League of Extraordinary Podcasts out there. Of course, to Dirty Heels, Joe from the Ring. Jonah, Rewind, Recap, Relive. Of course, Ted, Ivy, Rep Amy, Re uh, Rewind Wrestling Radio. George McKay, Straight Talk Wrestling. Kenny, the call-up. Nick and Joel and Gina, who they just got. Um, they're the third member for the Ring Fanatics. Mike and Tyler counted out. And of course, the prodigy himself, which is the Titantron, Anthony, of course. And championship on the line, Alex and Rich as well, as they all provide you with the best pro wrestling content out there. And also for Dom, my boy Dom, for top bro, top pro wrestling talk. And Clark Street, yes, we will be having our rematch. So we're going to come back for those debate titles because we, we need that rematch. The unaired never came out because the video was lost on their, on their site. If, but if nobody heard the tree, did it really fall? Right? Did it? Did it? So at this point, as far as I'm concerned, it's Mike one, Black Street zero. <laughs> <laughs> I've said it. Hey, you, you, you guys heard it right here. Travel Chief of Podcasting and the Messiah Podcast. You heard it from the God of Podcasting, the most valuable podcaster. Of for the podcasting world, stating that he's one and oh, damn, that's a bold statement there. Undefeated, undisputed, and unmatched. Wait. He's and un uncensored at this and point. uncensored. That's right. Once again, thank you so much for tuning in here and for listening here at Circle Debate Podcast. Host of TV is one I've been seeing, and of course, he said it already. He's the undisputed, undefeated, unmatched. Unethical. Un un whoa. Unethical. <laughs> doctor. He's he's the unethical doctor of death because he's put he's putting you on, Yeah. And he's putting you in the euthanasia. You're the most valuable podcaster in right all of podcasting. That's, that's why he's uncensored money. Mike Lopez, ladies and gentlemen. And of course, 
Mr. 69. And because he has 69 reasons, 69 answers, and 69 thoughts that he will give you here on the COD with his La Crux, La Crux carbonation <laughs> soda. That is Mr. MGC, Matt 69 Callis Steamboat. Same to you guys. Thank you. Au revoir. Good day. And of course, let them know, Mr. 69, what do we do here on Circle We don't make podcasts. <laughs> we make history, Batman. <laughs> That's all <old> straight. 